It is 11.23 on the dot. We've got to talk about cancer before we play that music and before we go into uh, those uh, leg exercises. All right? With the Naked DJ. Absolutely. It's important. It's absolutely important. So I did mention to you much earlier on in the show that this morning we'll be uh, getting into some cancer talk. Um, you know, and the inequalities of getting access to, uh, you know, not just treatment, but also early diagnosis. I'm speaking to Lorraine Govender, National Manager, Health Promotion um, at this Cancer Association of South Africa. Lorraine, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. Thank you. And good morning to you and the listeners as well. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us, Lorraine. Lorraine, we're approaching... um, uh, you know, as the year progresses, obviously, I mean, every single day we get through the year, we, we get closer and closer and closer to the month that marks cancer. Still a little bit far off right now, uh, it being the early, the, the early stages of the year. Now, the World Health Organization says cancer is the leading cause of death around the world, right? And this year's theme for World Cancer Day, um, well, World Cancer Day right now, around the 4th of February, which has passed, was a close the care gap. Um, people living with disabilities who face barriers to accessing health care for cancer diagnosis and treatment are part of the focus of World Cancer Day. How big, Lorraine, is the inequality gap when it comes to the prevention, detection and treatment of cancer? Thank you so much. Um, yeah, so uh, as you just mentioned now, the, the burden of cancer um, is increasing, not only in our country, but worldwide. And um, if we just look at the statistics alone, in South Africa, uh, it was re- recently estimated that 107,467 new cancer cases occurred. And with that, uh, 57,000 deaths, just looking at the 2018 figures, it's a bit uh, outdated. So, yes, um, inequalities exist everywhere. Um, and, and we all know, we, we've heard um, on the radio, we've watched it on TV, We've uh, read the media, and there's a lot of talk about the current lack of resources in our country. Mm. Now, now when, we, when we look at inequity, what do we mean? You know, in healthcare, inequity refers to the uneven distribution of resources, mm. um, and it's, it means unjust, um, you know, avoidable differences in, a care, in care or outcomes. Now, in our country... You know, we we see this almost at uh, every level. Um, We know that um, it is even more disheartening, uh, you know, when when patients are diagnosed late. So the current problem that we have, uh, you know, the pathways uh, has a tendency to prolong the time for a patient to access advanced diagnostic procedures and treatment offered at tertiary levels. And you find often, you know, our patients navigating through these fragmented and complex healthcare systems is difficult. And therefore, you know, it decreases the likelihood of uh, a favorable health outcome and patient satisfaction. Now, you know, uh, Danielle, it's not mm. a prevalent in all our provinces. Mm. And inequity exists, you know, across different borders. And you find that a lot of our patients have to, you know, uh, travel to other provinces because uh, their province doesn't have, um, you know, uh, equipment uh, like radiological services or you often find that uh, there's malfunctioning equipment. I mean, if you look at breast cancer, it's it's the most uh, common cancer affecting women. 
and um, yet there isn't sufficient mammogram machines in our country. Often the machines are not even working. Yeah. If you look at the whole situation now at Charlotte Makeka in, in Kauteng, you, you, I'm sure you've heard about people that are waiting like uh, almost for a year. <laughs> you know, that's the of waiting course. period mm. to, to access treatment. But then if you look at another province, and, and I'm going to use the Western Cape as an example, um, you know, we work nationally at the Cancer Association, and whatever I say is from our experiences with patients. Mm. In the Western Cape, we, you know, challenges are almost unheard of. And, and we ask why. Why is, why is there such disparity among provinces? Um, why do people have to, you know, forge addresses in order to access a treatment? Um, why, why does it have to be, be that way? And, you know, it's almost at every level. You touched, you touched on early detection. Mm. Um, and you think about cervical cancer. It's, um, it has the highest mortality death rate in our c- country. More women die from cervical cancer. And Why? it's so preventable. Uh, cervical cancer it's, it's, is so easily preventable, Lorraine. It, it breaks absolutely, my heart. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, women uh, that need to go in for pap smears, often when, when they get to a clinic, uh, you know, sorry, we've reached our load or we don't have the resources, mm-hmm. we don't have speculums, or we don't have a sister, or we're busy with others. It, it, it's the resources. We have limited resources. It's not that our healthcare professionals are not doing what they should be doing. They are, they are there. They are overburdened. Uh, but we don't have enough people in, in our country you know, to help. There isn't enough training. And, and we look at resources as being one of the biggest challenges mm-hmm. that our country is faced with. Mm-hmm. Um, from at, at every level, uh, even when it comes to treatment, we, we have such wonderful treatment in our country. When you look at oncology treatment, you know, I work a lot with the private, with the public sector, and uh, everything is there, it's available, um, but there is a lack of budget. You know, there hasn't been enough planning, um, you know, in terms of medication. If you think about a patient who's been diagnosed with cancer mm-hmm. or even at the end stage of cancer, there isn't even enough pain control. They've so given panados. Yeah. So here, Lorraine, you, you know? speak about, you know, not there being enough budget and so forth and not being enough planning, um, yet we've got all this amazing treatment. What exactly needs to be done to close the gap for, for, for cancer treatment? What, what, what can be done? So let's start off with uh, the resources. You know, there should be adequate budget available um, to ensure that, um, you know, there's more capacity and, and more uh, availability uh, for, for people, for the provincial departments to access those budgets. Um, and then in terms of the inequity, in, you know, we know that majority state-of-the-art equipment, medication, uh, oncologists are mm. situated in the private sector. You know, people have moved. So there needs to be further engagement with the private sector. The private sector also, you know, in terms of the rate, needs to be negotiated rates mm. to ensure people can access this. Yeah, um, I'm based in KZN, and, you know, we have a wonderful partnership in um, the north, in the Richards Bay area, where Nguelazana patients are able to access the private oncology. There's a wonderful partnership there. We need more things like that. We also need... Um, you know, more political will to bridge the gap mm. um, in care. Greater partnerships um, from government with uh, non-governmental organizations because uh, a lot of NGOs have the expertise, they have 
limited funding. So government needs to engage more with these people to ensure that that takes place. Thank you very much for taking this time uh, to chat with us about this very important matter, Lorraine. Um, look, I mean, you, you've got you've got a, a huge mammoth task at hand um, to 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 help out in whichever way you can with your expertise as well as your teams. And uh, we do we do wish you Godspeed and we do wish you all the best because um, the, the the stats are looking very bleak, highly uninspiring, and quite worrisome. Definitely. And, you know, Daniel, even as individuals, we have an important role to play. And this is what the World Cancer Day, the UICC has put down, the three-year plan is to how are we going to bridge that care gap. Mm -hmm. And as individuals, you know, uh, listeners out there, what can you do? You can raise your voice and pressure governments to address the root causes of these inequities and to treat cancer as an important health issue by challenging directly, vocally, uh, and also taking away the stigma and the discrimination that exists in all forms, you know, uh, from some of these cancers. Mm. We as individuals, you, you know, I spoke about cervical cancer, and, and there's so much of stigma attached to cervical cancer. In other countries, more people have come out and said, I've had cervical cancer and I've survived this. Mm. We need people to share their story. We need people to talk about their cancer journey with their families as well to ensure that they support and, and it's uh, screening because a lot of cancers are also genetic. Mm. So there's a lot we can do also as individuals. Well, thank you so much, Lorraine. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your day further. Thank you so much. Take You're care. Bye. Bye.